welcome to the show. I appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to Vote Your Conscience with Kevin Stola. On the last episode of Vote Your Conscience, we went over debating and discussing ideas online and in person, and hopefully some ideas about how we could have better conversations that would lead to better understandings um, with the people that have opposing viewpoints. Uh, on this episode today, so uh, we went over last time a little bit about the education system and how I think that's one of the major causes of us not having uh, great communication skills and having better discussions with people. So uh, this episode is going to be about the education system as well and honesty and character building basically in our education system. So I'll start with something that I read uh, the other day in a book called You Can't Afford the Luxury of a Negative Thought. Uh, It's in this book series, Life 101, and it's one of my favorite books. Definitely check it out. Um, But there was an idea in there that our education system hasn't really taught people how to lead. So it showed um, that education as a word comes from uh, a Latin root educare or educare if I was trying to pronounce it correctly I probably didn't get that one right but uh, that's where the word education stems from and what it meant is to lead forth from within so basically the idea in the book that I was talking about um, is that when you're a child you have to be led so you don't know you're uneducated But to be educated would mean that you have the ability to lead yourself. And basically the idea is you must be led when you're a child, but once you're grown, you must learn to lead yourself. And that doesn't seem to be what our education system's goal really is, and that's not a major focus of our education system. Um, They do, you know, talk about leadership and they, they state you know, that they're hopefully building the leaders of tomorrow and uh, they say all sorts of stuff like that. But there's not really any leadership courses, at least not when I was in high school um, and or elementary school, middle school and high school. And there might have been some, you know, random class about leadership, but, you know, leadership takes a lot more time than doing one semester of a class and especially if it's just about the topic of leadership. I mean, just like I was saying that discussion and debate needs to be involved in classrooms more so that you get an overall, um, you know, it's incorporated into our lives at a young age instead of waiting and then maybe someone gets into debate club or in college they start debating more ideas with their peers. But you know, that should be built into our lives that we're always learning how to communicate better. And I believe that's the same thing with the education system and, you know, trying to build leaders and leaders that have character and are honest with themselves and with others and in the interactions that they have with society as a whole. Going back to that definition of to lead forth from within, 
using that as a model of what education should be, I mean, we could have a drastic change in the way our education system set up. So I'm not saying that our education system and our public schools don't benefit people and they don't build any character. Uh, I would say that they really don't incorporate a lot of values towards being more honest um, because most of the work that you have to do is memorization anyway. So, you know, you can easily share your homework with classmates and many do. So, you know, that's not being honest that you put in that actual work. That's just teaching you that you can copy someone else's work and still do well. Um, in the real world, after you graduate from high school or college, it, at the workplace, that doesn't really work. I mean, you can copy people's behavior, but is that going to lead to, you know, your success in certain circumstances? Um, it can, but it's it's not going to just be a report that you're turning into a teacher. So, you know, if you guys have an assignment at the office, it's not like if you're making an assignment and they're making an assignment, you can copy their work and then turn it in. You guys are going to have the exact same thing, and it's going to be very confusing because obviously you didn't one of you didn't do the assignment. So basically I think that more broad skills should be taught in school and not as much memorization and even topics. I mean it's good to have a basic understanding of all these topics, science, math, history and English, you know, the four main topics that they're constantly um teaching us, but without character, without honesty, without broad-based skills on, you know, being a leader, these topics don't really benefit you because what position are you actually going to be in in life that you're using all of these topics? So they focus so much time and energy. The public school system, even if you just go from kindergarten through 12th grade, they have 13 years. I mean, that is a lot of time. And the amount of skills that you leave with are pretty low. So you have a whole bunch of information. If you actually took the time and did the studying and were honest about your work and, you know, didn't just copy, you actually learned the material in these classes. You have a pretty general understanding of all these different topics and there's a lot of knowledge there i mean people know a lot more information about these topics than they did a hundred years ago you know the broad majority of people at least and that's not a horrible thing but with without basic skills you know and character building um and leadership skills basically leadership skills as as in leading yourself, not, not so much leading other people, but your own decision-making, you know, that's what leadership actually is being able to be decisive about what you're doing. So when, you know, the teacher is giving the assignments every single day and all you have to do is follow the instructions, you're not really learning how to lead yourself. Your entire itinerary is scheduled yourself you know, once you get into high school, you get to start picking some classes. Um, in middle school, I know I got to pick like a couple classes, a language class, or when I took different classes, but um, not really till high school, 
you get more choice, but it's still all basically, you know, the main four topics. So I think if we were taught better leadership skills, our country would be in a much better place because people wouldn't have just been following instructions from teachers and different authority figures about what they should do with their life. We would actually be taught that you need to follow your own lead. So what do you actually want and what is going to benefit you the most? Because the teacher doesn't know the outcome of your life. So all of the different teachers, you know, they may have you for a year, maybe two, maybe only a half a year. And so the outcome of your life isn't going to affect them, but it's going to have a drastic impact on you what decisions you make. So if you just follow the instructions and do the same thing that, um, you know, the status quo of trying to get good grades and going to college, you may have a good outcome and you may not. Well, if you listened and you went to college just because that's what the status quo is and you have a good outcome, great. You might think that the system works really well. But if you did the same and you went to college and then you didn't have a good outcome, you may think, well, I guess the system doesn't work well. But it had a lot more to do with the actual decisions that you made um, rather than just the system. And if you went to college, you decided to go to college then. There's a lot of other jobs you can do and businesses you can start that don't require college and you can make a good living and possibly be doing something that you enjoy way more than whatever your degree is in. So I think this happens a lot more frequently than it needs to. Um, basically because like what I said, I mean, people don't know how to lead themselves because it's not incorporated into our school system very much. When you grow up, you know, you're supposed to already have these leadership skills and abilities but instead, you were led your whole life um, basically to a point where everything was chosen for you or the majority of your you know, life was chosen for you by your parents, by educators, and by the government, whatever they want to put into the public school system. If you went to a private school, you might be more lucky and there might have been a lot more choice. I don't know. I haven't been to private schools. It definitely depends on the private school because in the private schools, they get to choose a lot more of the curriculum, whoever runs the private school, and then it's based more on what parents actually want as well and what school they're going to send their kids to. And a lot of them are religious, some of them aren't. Um, but so they're going to have a lot different focuses, but the federal government still um, holds them to a certain standard on different um subjects. So they're going to have the same standards that their classes need to score this high on certain tests um, to show that, you know, what their capabilities are in science and math, English, history, um, topics like that. So they're still going to fall under that category where they have to at least get a basic understanding of all those different topics, but they're a lot more free to go into other um areas of life as well whereas in the public school system it's really not discussed very much I mean there's barely any discussion on how to even live a good life the basic promotion of how to live a good life 
in the public school system is if you listen to us and you follow the path we laid out, then you'll have a good life. But there's, it's way more complicated than that to have a good life. Um, people have been philosophizing about this ever since, you know, the beginning of time when, when humans could start, uh, you know, formulating opinions on how to live. So it's not just some simple topic that, you know, you can gloss over and then hope the parents are going to generate this information. Um, because a lot of parents are already struggling. They don't have the time to do all of this, especially when now most kids are involved in extracurricular activities as well. So they're literally, their schedule is as much, if not more than a full-time worker, a full-time working adult. They have 35 hours of school. And then if you do a sport, you're expected to stay after school for another hour to two hours, depending on the sport. You know, my brother did football and when they were, um, you know, really trying to push them, my brother would go into school an hour early because they had to do weights in the morning and then they would have to do practice at night and then they still have games on top of that. So, you know, he's already, he was already doing more than what an adult would be doing for a full-time job because he has to go to school in between that time as well. So from six in the morning until 530 at night, he would be working basically. I mean, that's, that's more than most, um, most adults are going to want to work, but that's what kids are pushed into doing. So I think if the education system has us, um, as children for that long, I mean, a lot more life skills need to be built into the system. Overall, what that means to me when I talk about life skills, building character, leadership, I mean, to me, to me, good character would be being able to lead yourself, understanding what you want, and being able to make good decisions for you. So being able to follow your own morals. And being able to judge what you are going to be wanting to do with your time. So time management skills. I mean, these are things that we didn't learn in school because you have to be there at that time. You get picked up by the bus and or dropped off by your parents and you're already at the school. There's nowhere for you to go. So if you're not in the right place, they just put you there. So they'll put you to you know, detention or whatever holding place they have for the kids that are late or missing class. And they just force you to be there. I mean, so they have your schedule made for you. You follow it, but there's nowhere for you to go anyway. There's no decisions for you to make. So then when adults, then when these kids turn into adults, they have a hard time figuring out what actually to do with their time. So they do the bare minimum of going to work and they don't build a life outside of that as strategically. So obviously adults figure this out over time, but you know, it doesn't need to be that way where 18 year olds to 25 year olds are struggling that much with that. And it takes so long to figure that out after they already became an adult, because this would have been incorporated into our school system, learning about ourselves, learning about what we want, and what we think is right and wrong 
and how we're planning on living when we do get out of the education system and we actually have to move into the workforce, take care of ourselves, take care of families, and take care of aging parents as well. So there's going to be all of these life struggles and school has just drastically underprepared people, at least I believe in my generation. Um, Like I've said before, I'm 32 years old. I think that our school system has just drastically underprepared us for um you know real life i mean they like to call it real life in the real world when we're in school and they say one day you're going to be out in the real world and it's not going to be this easy well if that's true and they're supposed to educate us then they should be educating us in a way that imitates the real world not in a way that will be blindsided by the actual world once we get out of high school. And then if you do go to college, you're in school even longer protected from the real world. So a lot of kids are getting out of college at 22. They still don't know what to do. They don't know what they want to do. And they've learned a little bit about living on their own in college. But if they didn't have a job, which a lot of them don't because they're living off of student loans, um, they don't understand the responsibility of an actual job. They've just been going to classes and then they get to do whatever they want with their other time. So I'm not saying that they're not learning time management and obviously you, you know, are building character, you're learning skills while you're in college, but it doesn't grow you up like learning how to pay your own bills and take care of yourself in what, You know, my teachers would have called the real world when I was in school. So my main point is that if we are going to have an education system that's going to teach us how to lead ourselves by the time we're adults, that's what needs to be focused on, not memorization of math and science lessons so that people can just regurgitate information that they're almost never going to use in their real lives. There could be actual courses teaching people how to know what they want. They can have philosophy classes to figure out, to help people figure out how they want to live, you know, when they get out of high school. When there's one day they're going to become an adult, their parents aren't going to have control of them, the schools aren't going to have control of them, and they're going to have to design their own life. And the school system never goes over this. So it's people are just left out with no information on this unless they've looked into it themselves and are trying to, you know, look into self-improvement courses. There shouldn't be so many self-improvement courses. I mean, I'm glad that there's a bunch of self-improvement courses out there, self-help, all sorts of trainings and education outside of the education system. But there shouldn't be such basic, you know, self-help and self-improvement courses as are out there. And the main reason I believe that is, is because parents don't have time to take care of their kids anymore when they're in school for seven and a half hours a day and then doing extracurriculars, you know, band practice and sports on top of that to actually teach them how to live life. So in the past, that's what parents should have been doing, but they're not having as much time as they used to, you know, back when the education system was started um, in America, a lot of our country was farmers. So they, you know, kids would be learning life lessons, helping their family. They'd be working with their family, living with their family. 
now most families are spread out throughout the country living in different states you know my mom's family is in ohio we live in michigan and my dad's family is in three different states he has three different siblings and they're all in different states so we're not living on a farm learning all of these skills anymore in the summer the parents are still working they're working separate from you so they're not there to be around and teach you these life lessons as they come as much the school system's replacing that so if the school system's going to replace that they can't only focus on just subject matter um just information for us so that we know in case we go to college and go into science or history or english or want to become a writer or um you know a mathematician or something so there's most jobs aren't included for those most jobs aren't going to pertain to all of those subjects that we spent you know 13 years focusing on most success is going to come from the people who have the best time management skills who have the best leadership skills leadership over themselves in their own decision making the ones that can actually make things happen in the real world and don't only know how to regurgitate information and just memorize lessons. So, you know, what I'm advocating for is incorporating that type of self-improvement and self-help into the school system because I'm very interested in different self-improvement, self-help. I mean, I've been reading self-help and self-improvement books and doing seminars for years now so basically I got interested in that um, through being interested in business at first so reading business books and then seeing how different the education is from you know people who are involved in business not involved in the education system teaching kids so their view and outlook on how the world functions is just drastically different and you never get that perspective in school at all for how business functions how business runs the world how business interacts with government and then that led me to a lot of these self-improvement books because a lot of the business books that are from you know different um like biographies of different business leaders and um, business strategies, methods. A lot of the people who are successful in business, they discuss what it took for them to become successful. And if you want to be a successful business owner, I mean, you need to be able to work harder than most people. So than the average person, at least, who's going to be an employee and they need to show up at a place and you know follow instruction it's not like there's not critical thinking at a lot of jobs but if you're going to be a successful business owner you're going to have to be much more on top of you know your life outside of just work because there's so many different aspects that go into it um, when you're trying to start a business and you know those skills aren't really taught in school so all of these people who do want to start businesses they look to, you know, the self-help or self-improvement industry. And that's basically where I got involved with that and became interested in, you know, learning how to actually improve yourself rather than just, 
you know, you're learning lessons in school, but how to learn actual life lessons and decision-making skills. And it took me a very long time to improve myself. It's not an easy task. Um, but after leaving the school system, you know, a lot of people don't really think that they need to learn much more. I mean, they leave and they are considered educated. So that's what they think. And if you get involved in self-improvement, that's not the case at all. You know, you're going to have to be constantly learning things. And that's the main thing about why if you're a business owner, you 100% have to focus on self-improvement because everything's going to be changing. The business environment's going to be changing constantly and you're going to have to make adjustments a lot more than an employee is where they're going to learn the specific set of skills for their employment and obviously those those will shift as well over the years but it's not going to be the same thing and the consequences aren't going to be the same if they're not as successful. So that's how I got involved in like self-help, self-improvement um, type videos and books, reading and uh, going to seminars and stuff like that. And as I was, you know, even still today, but also back, you know, a decade ago when I was interested in it, I was just blown away by how this stuff isn't involved in our school system at all. Just basic life skills and strategies to improving yourself and an understanding of constant self-improvement even if it's really slow self-improvement over time so um you know from people like tony robbins and jim Rohn, napoleon hill from a hundred years ago when he was writing um when he wrote think and grow rich and many other uh, self-improvement books and, you know, business strategy as well. But um, a lot of people don't know who those people are. But if you're interested in self-improvement, I would recommend checking out those people. Um, Tony Robbins has been around forever. There's a lot of new self-improvement people. And a lot of them are just their self-improvement and they're mixed into um business because most of them are business owners and entrepreneurs and you know a lot of the people that I like to listen to these days are Ed Milet, Tom Bilyeu, Tim Ferriss, you know Joe Rogan is a self-improvement type person that's not what his entire podcast is about but he has a lot of different people that are interested in self-improvement and promoting self-improvement and just bettering yourself and, you know, working hard on yourself, not for a job, but to improve your life specifically. And I think if that type of information was incorporated into the school system, we could produce a lot, a lot happier people because they would be living better lives that they actually like because they would know how to lead themselves. So that's what I was saying about leadership. You know, leadership is mainly going to be to lead yourself. So if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to be able to lead other people anyway. So I just think that 
our education system needs to be overhauled in a massive way so that we're incorporating more things just like what I was discussing um, last episode with having more debates incorporated. I mean, the information that we're spending all of our lives trying to learn, you know, from the time we're five until we're 18, most of that information isn't even going to benefit us. It's good to have a base understanding, but most people never even use algebra after they leave either high school, if that's where what they that's if that's their highest form of education, or from college. So, spending all this time and you know pressure pressuring kids to get great grades in these topics and focusing everything on learning all these topics instead of learning how to live our lives and actually have an impact on society and bettering ourselves because our society is just a buildup of all of these individuals. So, you know, that's why I'm I'm pushing this self-improvement and self, you know, responsibility so much in this podcast because I think that that's the main solution to the problems that we have as a society in the United States and in any country that you live in, the whole society is going to be the sum of all of its people. So if we don't have people fit to lead themselves, then our society isn't going to put out good leaders to lead us either. So, you know, everyone needs to learn how to take more responsibility and that's not going to happen through listening to the teacher, listening to the administrators, listening to the government officials who are working towards pushing specific curriculums in schools and even listening to your parents. So, you know, I like to listen to Gary Vee. If you're into self-improvement or you're trying to be a social media content creator, you have heard of Gary Vee for sure. You know, he always likes to say, fuck your parents. And I mean, I agree to some extent. Of course, you should consider your parents' opinions. But if you are uninterested in what your parents want for you and you have completely different goals and dreams and hopes for your own life, I mean, there is no reason to follow the path that your parents want you to follow. So it's the same thing, though. The education system doesn't teach people how to lead themselves, so they put so much importance on what their parents want, what their teachers told them, when really it should be more focused on what you actually want in your own life. And then pertaining to the political system, since that's my main goal with this podcast, is to try to bring people together in the political system, I believe we would be able to hold people in these powerful offices and powerful positions in corporations as well accountable. So we would be able to hold them accountable because we're holding ourselves accountable, because we have our lives together. If people don't have their lives together, how do you expect to stop the powerful people who are most of them, most people who are at the top of a corporation or at the top of one of the political offices, much more motivated um, than the average person? Their ambitions are much higher. You know, if you're the president of the United States, you don't have uh, low motivation and low ambition. So 
you know, or if you're the CEO of a huge corporation, these are people that are extremely motivated and, you know, goal oriented time management skills to be the CEO of a, you know, fortune 500 company, you better have your time management down. There's a lot of stuff for you to do. So, you know, these are the people that we're competing with for power. And if we're not going to be able to, you know, take care of ourselves properly and our lives, then they're going to win no problem because the most motivated people make it to those positions of power. And like I said, that's why I'm pushing, you know, this personal responsibility so much because it's really less of, you know, it's really less of they have all the power and control over us when it's really we don't have the power and control over our own lives to get together and work towards having the power over them by holding them accountable, by voting for the people that we actually want. And if there's not good options, we'll find somebody else. So actually getting people into office that we can hold accountable. And like I said, with voting your dollars, or even just in your own work, voting for the company that you're going to work for. I mean, if you're going to work for a company that, you know, you don't like, you're voting for that company to do better because you're putting your work into that company. So if we can, you know, like I said, have better leadership skills and lead ourselves, then we're going to be able to make those decisions, whether or not you want to work for that corporation or you want to vote for that person, you know, you need to have courage and determination. These are the, you know, character building skills that we should be learning in school and that's not really what's focused on they just kind of assume that with all of the um homework and classes and sports and band practice and all the stuff that they put you through you'll just gain these skills but these are skills that can be learned discussed in depth and actually improved upon you know throughout your life but especially when you're a young kid learning these so we're getting towards the end here um i didn't really get to hit upon uh honesty as much as i wanted so you know i'll give a quick synopsis about how i feel about honesty and basically our education system doesn't value honesty um they don't discuss it very much of course, they tell you they want you to be honest and not cheat on tests and everything, but there's a lot more to honesty than that. And, you know, it's being personally honest with yourself and people around you. And that's very difficult when we're in a system of control where, you know, you're not able to make your own life decisions. Even from a very young age, you're not taught that you'll be able to make your own life decisions because you're going to be, you know, pushed through this itinerary that someone else makes for you. So, you know, being honest with yourself would be something like if you're going through the education system and you don't want to go to college, but everybody around you, your teachers and um, coaches and your parents, they're all telling you that's the right choice and that's what you should do. But you need to know that you don't have to do that. 
So just because other people are pushing that, you know, if you're honest with yourself, then you can make the decision of if that's right for you. And I'm not completely anti-college. I'm anti-college if you don't know what you want to do. Um, if you know what you want to do, then you should be going and doing that. I mean, if your parents have a family business and they don't want you to go to college, they want you to, you know, run the family business with them, but you want to be an engineer and you need to go to college for that, then you should do, you know, what you want to do. That's being honest with yourself. And our school system doesn't teach this very well either. Um, so I will probably end up discussing that a lot more on the next episode then. And this is where I'm going to, you know, cut off here. But the general idea still is going to be personal responsibility. And my main message of the podcast is still that I want people to come together and end the division in this country so that we can actually work towards the goals of stopping the people in power from taking more power, whether that's politicians or, you know, leaders of large corporations, even multinational corporations. And I believe that the people of this country, whether they're Republicans, Democrats, or any of the other parties or independents, that we have much more in common than we don't, and we need to focus on that and work towards bettering our society in the ways that we can. So I'll leave you with that again. Just like every time, the people that are opposing you on your viewpoints, they are just trying to live a good life and make a good life for themselves and their families. They're trying to make the best decision decisions that they can, whether or not they're a Democrat or a Republican, an independent, or whatever side of the issues they're on. Most of them aren't nefariously trying to hurt you by opposing your viewpoint. That's all the time I have for today. But remember the number one thing I believe that we can all do to better our society and our own lives is to take personal responsibility and always vote our consciences. If you're interested in discussing or debating any of these topics I went over in this episode, I look forward to doing so. And you can find us uh, using our handle on Instagram, which is at underscore vote underscore your underscore conscience underscore. Or you can tell us how you think we did by leaving a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks for listening, and remember to always vote your conscience.